Hi friend, do you want to experience more energy, vitality, and flow in your life? Well, be sure to go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and check out the supplement section. We have all of your favorites back in stock. Vegan Vitality and Vegan Powder Protein are two of the favorites that go very quickly. So if you're into protein and vitality, be sure to check those out. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Winnis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is All Your Flow Are Belong to Us. What does that mean? It means, it means nothing. It's just a, a internet meme tweaked to fit into the flowing, you know literature the flow structure here that we've got the flow everything that i try to make everything flowing just like the smurfs every other word they use is smurfy you know or smurftastic i just like to insert the word flow into things because i'm obsessed like that that's okay all your flower belong to us is just a, a thing, but really, what is it? What could it mean? It could mean anything. It could mean anything. It's completely abstract. So let's just talk about social flow. Let's talk about the way that we connect with each other and how the way we individually affect other people, whether we're we are aware of it or not and that's a big concept with flow and increasing flow so the first book that i published in the find your flow series is called the social experiment and i've done one revision as of this recording i'll probably do many more is the reality because technology changes the concept itself changes but the basic concept goes something like this and you can pick this book up in Amazon, and I would encourage you to, and I would appreciate it as well. It's only 99 cents, so it shouldn't break the bank, I don't think, for most folks. Hopefully not. And if you are a Amazon Unlimited or Prime or something, you can probably even get it for free, borrow it for free. So the whole point of the book is this thought about changing the world one mind at a time and it came to me i like i mentioned in other podcast episodes i had this big epiphany in 1999 2000 um new year's eve 2000 and i knew that i was supposed to write books or felt that i was supposed to write books about my experiences with flow and i had worked on that by journaling just starting to track all of my flow experiences and coincidences. And when I started writing it, I realized like, man, this is this is a beast of a book. It's gonna be forever and huge. And I started getting anxious and was like, Yeah, I just wanna get I just wanna get something out there. And at the time I was working from home and I was very happy about that because I really liked working from home. And I was able to do, I was able to just be on the phone all day, which is one of my favorite kind of works, actually. I mean, I love teaching, although I haven't been doing that in the classroom setting for a few years now. 
and I loved teaching private lessons as a music teacher. I loved teaching in the classroom as a music teacher. All really great experiences that I thoroughly enjoyed and felt very passionate about and very rewarded. Uh, it was very rewarding for me. So felt really good about that. Haven't done it like that, but there was, you know, there's been periods where I was doing kind of a mixture of that and real estate sales as a licensed real estate agent. So I was doing, this is um, right after the crash in 2008. So I think this is probably around 2009, 2010 would be my guess. And I <clears throat> wanted to get this book out and wanted to start just spreading the word about this idea. And so I was like, okay, how could I have the most amount of impact in the shortest amount of time? And it occurred to me that you know, the the best way, you know, there's these viral videos. Like that was kind of, I, you know, it's sometimes hard to remember like if things were really a thing back then or not. I can't keep the dates straight, you know, when certain technologies or things happen. I'm sure there was viral videos back then. Um, and that concept was kind of fascinating, right? Like, hey, you could have this, video or this picture or this concept get shared across the world in a very short period of time. And now usually it's like just really, you know, it's like a cat playing piano and it's like, oh, it went viral and 20 billion people, six, six billion of them on earth and who knows where the other 14 billion came from, all watching this cat play piano kind of video, you know, and it's like, okay, well, that's cool, you know, um, spreading joy, so I can't really diss it. And it occurred to me, well, what would it take to to share something more meaningful, to share something that could actually change the world, all right? So I had, you know, how could I actually change the world? Could I change the world? Is that just something that people aspire to or feel like they want to do that there's really no chance and you just shouldn't? But there's plenty of examples of people actually doing it, right? And if somebody makes an invention, changes the world. A light bulb, changed the world. Took us from the dark into the light in a new fashion. And so, yeah, one individual could create something that could literally change the world. So, and when these kind of things happen, you may already be aware that often it happens kind of at the same time in multiple places. Like we reach a point as humanity, as a species, where certain ideas, kind of, their time comes, right? They come to fruition. And so even though Thomas Edison is the one that kind of won the light bulb um, race, there was, you know, Tesla and there was, um, uh, maybe it was Benjamin Franklin with the uh, ACDC. No, it wasn't. It was uh, later. Um, I'm not going to, whatever. There, there was a couple guys that were fighting for this, how to run electricity through houses, this alternating current versus um a consistent current, and I know some of you know what I'm talking about and are laughing because I'm so far off, but hopefully you get the idea. These ideas that's like, oh, this thing hadn't been invented, and then all of a sudden it pops up in multiple places, multiple people across the world, even no connection to one another, came to the same conclusion or similar conclusions. How does this happen? Well, it's just kind of like the, the evolution of our species as a whole, right? These certain people in certain fields kind of gravitate toward things and start to see the same patterns and maybe tune into the same wavelengths and start to have these same kind of uh, realizations. So 
with where was I whoa sorry just saw this dog riding the back of a motorcycle took me a little off guard um so with these people who are coming to the same conclusions they're oh man that's not where I was going with this social flow everybody's happy <laughs> if you're happy you the book I remember now uh when you're happy people around you hopefully feel happy that you're happy, right? Unless you're around some real negative people and they get mad that when other people, when you're happy. And that's a thing. That's a real thing for sure, right? So that would be probably kind of a negative environment to be in, right? Not a healthy one. If if people around you are jealous or angry when you get happy, that's not a healthy environment. So, but hopefully that's not your case or hopefully you can remove yourself from that situation and get to where your positive feelings, your good feelings, your happiness can inspire others and make them feel happy, right? Maybe you can have a positive impact and maybe you could have an idea or a thought that you share that also makes them happy, okay? So that's kind of the idea with this book was like, okay, there's these viral videos and they spread, right? One person shares it to, you know, two people. Those two people each share it to two people, and you get this exponential spreading of this idea. Although the the numbers probably aren't quite so like this person shares two person to two people, this person shares to two people, everybody does to two people. It's probably more like one person shares it to a thousand, and then each of those thousand share it to one or two, and then out of those thousand, maybe there's one other person that shares has a big following and shares it to like ten thousand. Um, you know, I don't know exactly, but this concept really I found interesting and started thinking. Well, you know, this would be a neat way to spread what I call social flow, okay? And social flow, thank you, friend, is this idea of the people we are around and impacted by, we also impact, and they go out and impact other people. And this idea, too, that you don't have to be a movie star or famous to have an impact and to make change. That was a big concept with this whole thing was like, hey, I don't, you know, I'm not a famous person, I'm not trying to be a famous person, but I still want to have a positive impact on as many people as I can. So how could I do that? Well, I could come up with a concept that would empower people as to their own power, right? To let, to say like, hey, you are important, the things you think about are important, the things you do in your life, even though you may feel like you're just, you know, out there by yourself doing your thing, you do the things you do matter that was kind of the message of the book and then the the other side of it was like okay well how can i prove that that's a big thing to say and it sounds very airy fairy and uh you know rainbows and crystals and whatnot how do you prove it and so i was thinking like man it'd be so cool to first of all say this idea as succinctly as possible because i probably don't you know i don't want to write a huge book about it and I wanted to publish it very quickly and I wanted people to really read it. I didn't want to make a, a long book where the message got diluted. So I wrote this book, kept it super short so that you could consume it in about an hour and there was a few big ideas in it and this was like one of the big ones. 
And then the other part of it was like, it was a very action-oriented book. That was kind of part of the idea. It was like, hey, do these three things and let's see if we can start to consciously make change around the world. And so the idea was like, okay, first thing, read the book. Second thing, share. <laughs> first thing was actually, I think, buy the book. Now that I think about it, it was like, buy the book for 99 cents. Super cheap, right? Um, the per Ooh, goodness. Use this turn signal. She let him in. That was hurting. That was a jerky thing, friend. Um, yeah, use your turn signals, people. That's an awesome thing to do. That is the public service announcement that I tout here on the uh, Find Your Flow podcast. It creates social flow out there on the roads for all of our friends. Okay? So thank you. And social flow, this book, um, goal. So I had the good fortune how lucky and coincidental for me to meet a gentleman who published, who is the author, co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And a cup of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Uh, Barry Spilchuk. And he, I ran into him at a convention, and he is a cancer survivor. So he was talking about his book and, uh, you know, about being a cancer survivor. And I told him that my mom had passed away from cancer and that I was launching a book and donating all the money to cancer research or cancer, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure yet. Some, something to, I I don't know enough to even know enough to say what I'm trying to do with it, but I just know that's kind of the idea, right? And he was he was on board. So I said, hey, would you mind writing the introduction? So he said, yes. And I was really, really excited and really appreciated that. So he wrote the introduction to that book. So that was pretty cool. And so the book's 99 cents. The idea being you spend 99 cents to buy the book. That was step one. Step two, you read the book. And step three, you share the book. And share the book through. Now, my idea at the time was that this was before Facebook groups. This was before Facebook was a thing, but it wasn't the way it is now at all. So this idea, it was like getting close, though. And I, maybe I kind of just saw that that's where it was going because what I was kind of trying to do was make it so that when you shared the book, if you tagged people and let's say you shared it with 100 people, then those people signed it. It'd be like a family tree of sharing where you could see like, hey, I shared it with these 50 people and they shared it with this many people and this many people shared it with this many people so that you could see like, hey, I shared it with five people and they shared it with uh, a total of 10 people who shared it with 50 people, shared it with 1,000 people. So m by me sharing it with these five people, I actually impacted, you know, 1,000 people. That was kind of the, the vision and dream. And I still want to do that because it would be so freaking cool. And so what would be the point of that? that the point would be to show you for each of us because I would like to see, you know, what's my impact? How many people do I influence? And um, be able to see the spreading of that idea around the world. So it would be like, Okay, I shared it with my friend who lives in Australia. I shared it with my friends in China. I shared it with my friends all across the world, right? And I could see like, oh, well, once it hit my friend in Australia, they shared it with some people and they sent it to somebody in France. And then Fran my friend in France blew it up across France and, you know, you know, shared it with thousands of people. And then they, you know, one person from there shared it with somebody over in Germany who shared it with, uh, you know, a couple hundred people there who then shared it with some people back in the U.S. And it, and so you could see it like the information of this single idea bounce across the world. That was kind of the idea. Um, 
I still should probably I should probably put more. I couldn't quite pull it off the technology wise um, because I hadn't figured it out. And you know, again, I I don't know. Like that's that's a whole big endeavor to figure that out. I think. Uh, maybe now it's easier, and I still want to do that. So that would be the next version of the book. So it's gone through two versions, the third version. Hopefully by then I'll really have it figured out how to actually make that happen because I think that would be super cool, and that would show the flow of information. And the more tied in and connected we are able to be as a species to be able to do that, then at a certain point it's like almost instantaneous. So we already have the Internet, which is – virtually instantaneous it's super quick right uh, you plug something into google and it pops up almost instantly from anywhere you know the information could be from anywhere it's indexed locally i get that I'm not, you know but but you get the idea so if if we're a community and we're very much in sync and somebody in the community shares this brilliant idea ideally it would be shared very quickly amongst our whole community and if there's a positive change, some simple action that each of us could take that would have a massive impact, then as a community, we could instigate change very quickly, right? So, like, let's say, um, you know, I share with you, hey, you know, I, I finally got plastic straws banned in our household pretty much. We're almost completely done with them. And it was – it didn't cost that much. It cost, you know, I don't know how much Elena bought the metal straws steel stainless steel straws is maybe five bucks or ten bucks and all of a sudden we should never have to buy plastic straws ever again right keep them out of the ocean keep them out of landfills that's hopefully a, a long-term change that will have a long-term impact right and then you know if i share that with you like i just did and you say yeah you know i've been thinking about that myself but I've just been kind of waiting for the for a good you know reason to do it Think about, I don't know if you've ever seen that sad video of a beautiful little sea turtle and they had to pull a straw out of his nose. Poor guy. Well, that, you know, I had talked to Elena about this kind of thing before and it was kind of like, you know, she liked the idea, but it wasn't until she saw that video for herself where she said, okay, we're not getting any more plastic straws. And she ordered the steel straws. So that was a moment of change. And even though that's not a worldwide change. It was in our world. Our whole little world was changed by that. Now we use the stainless steel straws in the house. So our kids are going to come up with that. And just think of how many straws we would have been going through in a year. I don't know how many, but more than a few probably because the kids, you know, would lose them or burn through them for whatever. And now we don't. So m multiply that over you know, 18 years, the kids are out of the house, and then hopefully they'll go on with their lives and continue on with that pattern and get kids of their own and on and so forth. That's a pretty big impact over the, the course of our lives, right? Maybe generations. So that kind of concept is what I'm talking about here. So if you were to look at that and say, okay, yeah, I get that. Um, what can I do? There's all sorts of things you can do, right? And and part of it would be that it's not just me coming up with ideas, obviously, right? It would be like, oh, you've got a good idea. What is it? Okay. And you share it, and then it's like, boom, the community says, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. I'm going to do that too. And then it's not just impacting your personal world right there, but it's 
impacting the whole community and then if we all do it then it's massive change so that was the idea with the book was to be able to document it document that the the way the the idea travels across the world and how many people are impacted and how quick we can do that and then to make that kind of a practice on its own it's like okay every month <clears throat> every month we're going to instigate a new practice a new idea and we're going to share it and we're going to see how quick we can make change with it it doesn't have to be you know the biggest most craziest shift in the world it may just be like hey stop eating meat for a day or for one meal if you eat meat all the time you know cut one meal of meat out a, a week could you do that would you do that if you knew how much water that saved here in california southern california water is kind of a big deal we just we're in a we've been in a drought forever and we recently we kind of got out of it uh, but you know still water is a natural resource it's limited and eating meat in case you didn't know uh, red meat cow meat it takes up a tremendous amount of water and this is not just me saying this this is well documented even the meat company <laughs> you had to admit like yeah it's about 400 450 150 gallons of water per pound of beef, 450 gallons, or four, yeah, I think that's what the number was, 400 or 450 gallons per pound of beef. So if you're eating a quarter pounder for lunch, and I'm not judging guys, I you know, do what you do. I'm just sharing some, some thoughts that you may or may not be aware of, right? I'm not judging. I just want you to know, because maybe maybe that's what you wanted to hear to say, hey, yeah, I, you know, I am willing to cut out one quarter pounder a week or whatever if you have a quarter pounder you know that is uh roughly 100 to 125 ish gallons uh, my math's bad 100 112 something like that gallons of water in one meal in one meal that you would be saving how many showers can you take with long would it take you to drink 125 gallons of water right a lot of these things it's like you know we all want to say water here in southern california and other uh how many chances we have to you know if we didn't know that then we might not be able to we probably wouldn't act on it but maybe just that sharing of that one idea is the idea that makes you want to make a change and not necessarily change your whole lifestyle but maybe just change one meal, one meal a month, one meal a month. If you did one meal a month and you saved just 100 gallons of water times 12, that's 1,200 gallons a year. Just you, by yourself. You could be a super person, saving the world, one meal at a time. Is that not remarkable? Yes, that's remarkable. Okay, that's the kind of power you have. That's the kind of power that I want to give back to you if you're not already aware because knowledge is power. Once we act on it, once we use it, just knowing stuff is potential power. Using it is like kinetic power. It's actually being put in motion. It's creative power. You're creating. You're making change. So that's it, friends. That's the big idea for today. All your flow are belong to us. We all own it. We all can use it wisely or we could all waste it. And it's entirely up to us. So I choose to use my power as wisely as possible. And I hope you do too. And I will encourage you to do so. And I'm going to encourage you to pick up a copy of The Social Flow. Find Your Flow Social Flow, episode one or uh, book number one. You can find it on Amazon. 
I don't know if I have it for sale on the website, but I'll work on that. And so uh, you can go to findyourflow.com, social experiment, look up social experiment inside the Find Your Flow website, or go to Amazon, Winston Wittis, social experiment, or Find Your Flow, and uh, pick up a copy. And please leave a review. It's, yeah, that'd be super appreciated. The money again, uh, I don't have so much money generated yet that I can do anything super useful for cancer yet, but that's the big picture. It'll happen. It'll happen for us. I have I have a good feeling I'm going to work toward it, continue to work toward it. So thank you for your time, and until next time, be flowing. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Winnis. I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about sponsorships. I want your flow. I want your flow, friends. So I'm looking for people who are flowers who want to share their flow with the world. And I want to make it awesome and fun for you to be able to do it. Now, maybe you're like, well, that's not me, and that's okay. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe you know somebody who is doing cool things, flowing things, and you think that they would like for more people to know about that thing. Or or maybe you just feel like, hey, people should know that this person is doing this awesome thing, and I want to tag them and, uh, you know, put the word out. So what I want to do is create some sponsorships around sponsoring people doing cool flow activities. Maybe it's a skateboarder. Maybe it's a mountain biker. Maybe it's someone, you know, swimming in competitions or just free diving or whatever it is, you know, riding motorcycles, doing jujitsu. I want to find people that, now you can't just be good at that. I mean, you can, that's awesome. But, I mean, as far as for the sponsorship, I, I want to be able to share video and pictures and ideally a story about what's happening. And so for that, you know, you have to be able to document it so that you can send me the content. If you know people like that, by all means, please have them get in contact with me or share me some links to their stuff. Info at findyourflow.com is the email address. Or you could go to facebook.com forward slash findyourflow and tag them there in the community. Add them, have them send me some cool stuff. Kind of trying to come up with cool sponsorship packages. I think at the beginning it's just going to be some stickers and some money. So you could do whatever it is. Uh, as it grows, definitely like to hook you up with some shirts, hats, clothing, that kind of stuff. So that's the the progression here is to be able to hook you up with cool stuff, find your flow gear, and promote what you're doing. So we can promote flow, get more flow out there. There's a lot of neat people doing a lot of neat things. And if you're one of them or if you know them, by all means, please share your flow. So that's kind of the moral of this episode. That was pretty short. Could end it here, I guess. Yeah, that's that was maybe the, the whole thing right there, friends. I guess I don't want to waste any of your time. Um, yeah, let's let's call it a day and, and just it's this is a, a call to action for 
for people who are maybe writers. Maybe okay, it's not it's not the end actually. It's it's gonna rally right here. So maybe you're a writer or a blogger. You know somebody that writes or blogs and wants to share their stories of flow. Well, guess what? Not only do we have the blog, there's actually a book series on Amazon called Find Your Flow. And for the really amazing, cool flow stories, you may even be able to get published in the book series. How cool would that be? Your story or your friend's story. So you could say, hey, I know that person. Look, they got published in this book series. Cool. Right? That's and then maybe it's even so awesome I interviewed them on this very podcast. You may have noticed that there are other awesome people that I interviewed back in the day on the podcast. And I will start doing that again at some point, but I don't know when. I'm not going to try to try to make it up. But that's it. Okay, that really was it. So if you or somebody you know does flow, makes flow happen, is flowing, is a flower by all means, Please put them in touch with me, with the website, with the brand here so that we can share flow and make the world a more flowing place. And until next time, my friend, be flowing. Hey, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you like essential oils? Me too. Did you know you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and pick up some essential oils? Yeah, get them while they're going. And until next time, friend, be flowing.